Hello and welcome to our first ever podcast. Um, honestly, probably have not come up with a name for this podcast yet, but I think we're going to call it Road to Somewhere because that seems fitting to what's going down over here. Anyways, my name's Heidi Omanyawi and this is our intro to our podcast. So just for this podcast, I thought... Uh, For this episode, I was kind of thinking maybe I'd talk about like my background and just kind of dive in a bit into me and let you guys know where we're going with this podcast to see if you're interested in following along, if anything. Um, But anyways, so as for my background, I'm just going to start by saying I'm an Egyptian who actually grew up in Dubai so my parents literally just went to Egypt birthed me there for about and stayed there for about two months and then I moved to Dubai for 13 years before moving here to Canada and it's been about like maybe like eight years or nine it's been a while but as a kid I grew up and I had those parents who literally just threw me into any possible sport you could think of like This includes gymnastics, tennis, basketball, swimming, uh, Spanish dancing, hip-hop, you name it, handball, like, there were no limits on those. But as we all know, that probably, like, brings a kid up to kind of resent sports, so I truly despised all sports at that rate. But um, as I moved on with life... I kind of just felt like after I started swimming, I kind of fell in love with how good I was at at it. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if I actually enjoyed winning more or actually enjoyed the sport, but through the years, thankfully, I realized I actually do like the sport. It's not too bad. So that's something good to keep in mind. Um, But yeah, as I moved to Canada, I did stop swimming after having competed in national competitions in Dubai. Um, it's it's just your classical story of when you move here and you just don't know how things work. Like, I, I feel like Dubai is so different from Canada. As in, like, for example, like, in Dubai, you don't kind of join swimming teams. Like, not in my school back in Dubai. Like, I was in an all-French lycée français, like a French school, and it's like, you don't really have those opportunities. There's no, like, sports team and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, so I came here and I was like, all right, goodbye swimming. And also something that really triggered me that my mom told me was a reason why she actually intentionally made me stop swimming. Cause you know, we could have looked for a team here or anything, but she is your classical Egyptian mom who said, yeah, you're a lady and you know what? Your shoulders are getting wide. It's time for you to stop swimming. I feel like that crushed me more than anything just because it's like, you know, I'm, as you could tell, I I train a lot now and I'm like kind of seeking the opportunity to go back into being an athlete and all that. And it's like that career ended just because of my mom being scared that like, you know, you wouldn't fit the typical image of a woman, right? So that was kind of heartbreaking, but you know what? It's all good. (laughs) We move on from that. Um... But yeah, since I had to stop that, I still had that like athletic mindset. So when I moved here in, to Canada back in, I'd say this is like 2014, 2013, 
in the summer. Um, my brother was already super into working out and he actually was bodybuilding. He he was he was he had like an elite physique and he was like, you know, in kinesiology and you know, like he knows his stuff. Like he was eating clean, he was doing all of those things. And so my brother Shreve kind of got me into the gym. Like this was back in the ninth grade and I was like, Okay, you know what? Like let me keep my quote on coat lady figure and I was only doing cardio because my parents were telling me, Oh, if you lift, you know, you're gonna get big and, you know, you're gonna kinda of be jacked and <laughs> not look too great. So I mean no no hate intended to my parents. Like, you know, like some parents just aren't aware and that not even just parents a lot of people still follow that myth which is kind of whack because it takes a lot to just kind of be big when you lift um yeah sensitive topic it just bothers me but basically yeah so I got into just doing cardio I would run the whole time on the treadmill while my brother was lifting weights and it was it was exhausting it was like I I think at that point I started hating running some point I was obsessed with it and then I just hated it and I started eating clean and then that I think that's around the time where I started developing an eating disorder um I don't know if it was from the body dysmorphia of you know like when you work out a lot and you're just like you just don't see your body the same you're like I need more results I need more results like it's constantly like that whenever you're like first starting to work out you're just like I need to see it I need to see it like all these hours of running like there's no way like I'm not seeing a difference so I gradually started eating less and working out more and it just kept going and kept going until my family started to notice it and uh that's when (laughs) things went downhill and I actually had to uh go to my doctor quite often and I, I don't think my friends were aware of it at this time because keep in mind this is when I first moved and I, I was just making new friends and to them it's like they don't know me so they don't know what I'm going through and funny enough it I think this is the first time I've ever talked about it I, I don't think I've ever talked to my friends about this but I did have like severe anorexia and um, I was threatened by my doctor to be sent to like a rehab center just because like I was so hard-headed about it and every single time I'd go in they'd weigh me and it's like the weight's going down I'm constantly being lightheaded, and I've never really admitted this to my family either but like whenever I'd be running I would constantly feel like I'm about to pass out like thankfully I, I didn't the single time but imagine like constantly being tired and just you know just always not being able to do much I would just go to school come back like whenever I'd even run I would I think that literally took everything in me and then I just wouldn't move like after that or other than that but yeah just touching on that and thankfully over time I just kind of you know worked my way up I'm still working on myself now and still a lot of problems with that but you know what we'll keep that for another podcast but anyways um that further leads us to Um, when I started getting more into the gym and I actually started lifting and eating properly and I was because I kind of got into that mindset where I was like I want to feel strong again because back when I swam you know like being fast and having that energy and like you know like it hits different like 
imagine after your run just being dead and not even having that hit of serotonin like it was weird like when I was like super weak you couldn't even like get that satisfaction after your workout where you feel that energy pumping because (laughs) there was nothing in you to even pump (laughs) um but yeah so getting back into sports and I started like playing sports in high school and then joining intramurals when once I got into university and it just kind of picked up then and then honestly through playing sports I just got also back into running because endurance is important and it just kind of like flowed like that and then that got me thinking and I was like I actually miss being an athlete like I miss that lifestyle of you know having to train for something and looking forward to something and being a part of something and I guess that's what kind of has me right now training for the RBC training ground tryouts uh, which is actually if you haven't heard of it it's kind of like they test it's organized it's an event that's like hosted by RBC where they kind of test your power endurance and speed to see if they could fit you into one of their teams and if they kind of need like the skill set that you have to offer and how they could use you in like any missing spots in like one of their national teams and like basically promote you and support you to get to the Olympics. So I'm doing that May 1st. Those are my qualification tryouts. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Super stressful, but you know what? Amped for it. But yeah, that also pushed me to train for a 900 kilometer hike that I... Funny story, this was actually like a joke between me and my friend Mario, where he sent me some guy who can't remember his name he set the record for the shortest amount of time to complete the bruce trail which is about like 900 kilometers long so my friend just sends it to me he's like haha how crazy like you should do this and i was like haha funny and then i think it was like about a few hours later and i was just like hey mario i think i'm gonna do it and then yeah that's literally how it started and in my mind i was like okay I need a good cause for this because I'm not just doing 900 kilometers for nothing. I'm not going to be motivated. And that's when I decided to pick the Alzheimer's Society. And yeah, both my grandmas actually recently started suffering from dementia. So I was like, what better? (laughs) Sounds wrong saying what better occasion, but (laughs) what better reason to do this hike than for them? Uh, especially that like they both mean so much to me so I was like you know what I got you guys I'm gonna do this for you and that's what motivated me to do it now what happened with that is a whole other story that I'll tell later but we're still currently trying to finish the 900 kilometers weather is garbage but we do our best and in the process I also uh, got a Guinness World Record because I joined this group of runners who and we ran 10 kilometers within a certain time frame and yeah it was like an international thing it, w- it was pretty sick and it, w- it was a fun time it's funny though because I actually had not trained for a 10k at that point I think that was like the period where I was resting and I was only doing like 5ks or things like that and then the one day where I did it I actually it was also the Terry Fox day so I ran 10 kilometers with my friend Sarah 
and then I, I that was the first time I did 10 kilometers and it, it broke my like five kilometer record and it broke my mile speed and it it just like broke all the records so that's Sarah's like the best motivator while running and I stand by that <laughs> if you're listening thank you and then she was running for Terry Fox and then after I finished running for the record I was like okay I should do Terry Fox so add in another 10 kilometers so that day I did 20 kilometers and it, it was just yeah it's funny what the like the body can do if you set your mind to it like there's so many times where I actually won't train for things because I know that if I just get into the right mindset I know I could do it like don't get me wrong you obviously need to train but sometimes there's some things where you're just like yeah no I know I could do this one I got this one <laughs> It's in the bag. I mean, five kilometers to ten kilometers is kind of pushing it, but you know what? <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> Actually, 20 kilometers. That worked out. Five to 20. It's pretty good. It's decent work. Just don't try this at home, kids. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I honestly just wanted to make this intro to kind of tell who I am and kind of tell my backstory and tell you guys what to expect from this podcast so I kind of want to tell the tale of my experiences to help anyone going through something similar like I don't know if anyone relates to these stories but you know like I feel like there's something to learn out of everything there's so many times where people will be telling me completely irrelevant stories but you kind of just get a sense of something and you're like yeah like I've had that thought before or like yeah, like, I-, I thought that was just me, but, you know, like, kind of cre- creating, like, a sense of community and a sense of, like, yeah, someone gets you, like, it's not just you, like, life doesn't just suck for you, like, someone out there, like, knows what you're going through if you need to talk to them, if you need anything, or, like, you know, to avoid going through something that someone went through, so that's kind of the point of this, and I just really wanted to also bring in guest speakers so that you kind of get a diversity of opinions and it's a bit more interesting because I don't know if anyone wants to just listen to a very nice long narrative that's going on right now um so yeah just to bring in a diversity of perspectives and kind of a bit of back and forth and discussion and you know just kind of more entertaining for you guys as well so that's about it for this podcast and I'm kind of going to leave it open and probably post a a question thing on Instagram. If there's any topic you guys want to see, let me know. It doesn't necessarily have to relate to me. If it's just like a topic in general, just feel free to let me know. And then we'll see if we could like bring it up and make a podcast for it. And if you give me a good topic, maybe if you want, you could also come on to the podcast and talk about it with me. And we could see how things go from there. But anyways, thank you guys for listening to our first episode. And yeah, you know what? I think we're going to name this podcast Road to Somewhere. It still seems fitting. Just because no one really knows what's happening. No one really go knows where they're going in life. You just know you're going somewhere. You just got to hop on the right road and hope for the best. But yeah. Thank you guys for listening and have a good night.